Viv! 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 Welcome to a new episode of Live Evil Pod, episode 8, hope I got that right. We are back on track, coming in with a 2-0 weekend once more. We are back on track. It's a lot to recover, uh, talk about, a lot to cover today, um, although I still want to keep the pod to uh, pretty much the bare um, bones of it because I want you guys to just stay up to date with what's been going on. We have a lot of uh, interaction this week and I'm loving it. Continue, continue, continue to interact with me guys through Twitter, through Reddit, email if you want to. I leave everything in the notes down below in the show notes. And today we will cover again all three levels of Evil Geniuses League of Legends, starting with the Amateur and Academy. Now I can talk about them together as Proven Grounds is in full swing and we want to keep you abreast who are the young players. We want to know if they're going to make it to the next level. Their ultimate aim is to make it to the LCS at the end of the day. And so this is a giant massive tournament for us to see their prowess. Are the amateurs as good as academy? Will they be picked up by academy teams? We already have a couple of ones that were formerly from the EG academy, uh, amateur team and has moved up to the academy. We've known Perry is in there. Um, and certainly, I think uh, a couple of names that are escaping my mind. But uh, we have a lot to really be looking forward to. Just so pay attention to Proven Grounds. I know I will be staying on top of the results most of the time. I can't watch the games live because of work. But if you can, tune in twitch.com slash Proven Grounds or EU Unified. And so let's check in to see uh, what has been going on around the Amateur Academy scene. Both teams are now slotted into their respective pool. We don't have a lot of wiggle room, um, and that is by factor because we were not top six in the academy, and we also uh, did not secure a high enough seating in the Proving Grounds uh, circuit. So uh, we, our team are one and done. So they either win their matchup, they win their series, or they're out. Um, but... Nevertheless, we will cheer for them. There's a couple of great players. Uh, if you've tuned in to our uh, show in the past, you know we will know that we are looking at um, looking at Surdy. We're looking at Tomio. We're looking at Kaori from the Academy, right? We're looking at Doxa. We're looking at uh, Mia and uh, I believe Faisal. Oh, Faisal from the amateur scene so 
Just to recap, Academy, we placed 8th with 14 wins, 22 losses, 3 wins, a tie, 17 losses over the summer. Um, you know, and you get to read a little bit about, like, you know, how they're doing, how we fared throughout the season. It was a bit of a roller coaster. I know we had a lot to deal with. I was really hoping that Kaori, after uh, spending some time at MSI, was uh, given some enough time to gel with this team individually every one of them performed admirably as we always uh, as i've always said but as a team they're just learning to come together we have um you know our amateur team also uh slipped up a couple of times but they only slipped up are against really really strong teams that uh even for amateur standard right um they they are uh, top at the top so i'm not too Sad about that. I know we ran into a couple of issues, especially with um, Mia's um, connection issue and also uh, just never coming, never having the time to come together. So what do we have to look forward to uh, for Wednesday, August 3rd? Evil Geniuses Prodigies will go against Golden Guardians Academy. We got a tough, 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 um, you know, matchup to look forward there to because... Um, you know, they're still an academy team, even though they are the dead last, 10th place academy team. Uh, we have a chance to squeak out a win. I think our, our the level of, um, you know, level of play might just be small enough. But uh, the the ultimately, I think Golden Guardians Academy should be the favorite going into this matchup. And then after that, uh, in the same day, Evil Geniuses Academy will go against a CLG amateur team, CLG Faith. Boy, oh boy, I'm going to be... <laughs> I don't know. I'm I, I'm gonna be worried if if our if our team couldn't beat an amateur team like CLG Faith. Um, notably, they are not not quite a well known team. Let me see how they fare. I'm trying to pull up the proven grounds um, final standings. Uh, summer two the OQ. Yeah, CLG Faith was outside top six. So, whew, I got to tell you, um, if if our academy teams don't show up and lose this, get one and done, uh, well, what can you do? We still continue to support them. We still continue to love on them. Uh, just know that it is a very hyped matchup because... You know, these are the next level talent. Uh, they may not end up in Evil Geniuses. They may end up in Evil Geniuses. We, uh, shall we have another Jojo Pion and Danny story? I sure hope so. But uh, ultimately, I think um, these are what we're rooting for is them finding their place, getting the recognition, earning their way. Not not given, right? They're earning their way into League of Legends pro play. And so root for the boys. Um, stay on top of things follow my twitter you'll see like when i post like when the games are on or i'll try to keep up with the results there so let's turn then now to the lcs we have a lot of reactions from reddit sphere i love you guys for just responding to my thread i posted just simply to a weekend let me hear your thoughts and hots and so we got lol crunch one said it was a tough weekend as both games were against free teams and both games had some really rough spot impact saying they don't see themselves as a top tier 
or thinks they're getting worse is slightly concerning to me as well. I hope they come together and finish the split with some absolute smackdowns so they can move on and really compete at Worlds this year. Now, I, I for one, have always, I think if you even go back to Ultra, I think there's no such thing as free wins in the LCS, and even more so, even if we're looking down at records, I think, oh, Immortals is like the dead last team. We shouldn't be struggling against them. Well, they actually have been getting better um, objectively. I think after the mini break over the summer split, they came back looking more, not not exactly uh, complete, but maybe competent. They're really having a game plan. They're slowing things down. They have a way of approaching the game that when you watch it, you'll see they, it looks like they have a plan and they're executing it. Now, it all boils down to uh, the small mistakes or, you know, if the game plan doesn't go their way, yes, we still see Immortals really not um, showing that at the end of the day by record. Um, so they're no longer dead last, though. Before the break, they were dead last. They took a couple of wins, and if you even watch the games that they lose in, it's a very, very competitive and close games, and people can write them off, oh, they played against, you know, bottom teams we don't compare bottom te- no 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 look at the sunday game look at the game that they played against 100 thieves they kept it close right 100 thieves you should be stomping them they kept it close yes notably after mid game uh you know 100 thieves just took off and snowballed but it wasn't a huge gap in that game and then um you know immortals let me see um, as I'm pulling up with the other games, they played us very tough on Saturday. Um, we we actually had the lead. We threw the lead, <laughs> trying to, according to you know behind the scenes, there were like there were limit testing and they limit tested a little too much, which caused us to you know get snowballed on. And we by all means should have lost the game if things went as it should. If we stopped like the. Uh, risky place if we stop trying for something high risk we probably would have lost that game but our team held faith we got pushed all the way into the base and still we were able to neutralize the map a little bit no inhibitors open turrets i think nexus turrets but it was that elder dragon steel by inspired oh my word i gotta say i'll tell you guys we'll, we'll talk about this later but inspired is an mvp in my eyes and he's deservedly so should be in consideration nobody's talking about inspired as an mvp maybe i'm just not hearing it maybe i'm just biased and wanting to be like the um you know wanting to uh, be hated on or whatnot but um He's not at the top, I can tell you that. He's not at forefront consideration. People have thrown out different names out there saying that they deserve it better. But mm, I, I got to say, Inspired this summer has looked really good in in terms of comparatively to how he performed in the spring split, right? You saw him ramping up in the playoffs, saw him playing a little bit better in MSI, but he really could play a carry champ and play it well. Or he can play a poppy and pop off. No pun intended. Uh, Immortals were able to beat Cloud9. Yeah, you can people will write it off like, oh, Cloud9 is still struggling with their transition with Fudge and Jensen. Eh, Cloud9 looks pretty decent right now. I mean, they just beat Team Liquid. And their other win was over TSM. Okay, notably, TSM was 
uh, is a bottom team, uh, TSM will still have their wins. So at the very least, they're better than TSM. Now their records will indicate that they're better than Immortals. They're not quite out of the playoff picture yet, and they can still fight for it. I think uh, in the second round, Robin, as we are already more than halfway through it, they have a chance. I think they can be better than Golden Guardians and probably better than TSM, and they're right there in the playoffs discussion. So don't look down on Immortals, guys. Uh, with the Fly Quest games, we look better, much better. Um, I felt like we dominated that game. We had control it was a bit back and forth in the beginning a little bit and this is credit to FlyQuest they are by all means a very solid team they just had an 0-2 weekend so that's very unfortunate for them but um the four fifth place I think and uh three four five spot in the play in the LCS are very much uh, in the same tier for me FlyQuest is a good team you know Takui is a Good mid laner. He's not better than Jojo Pion. I don't care what anybody says. Everyone's been praising Tokui as the best mid laner. Jojo Pion is still better head to head 1v1. Okay. So all we have to do is take away that Jose Diodo, uh, disrupt him, and then, you know, the game plan just falls into our favor because Danny and Vulcan are much better than Afro Mu and uh, Johnson. Point blank. We swept FlyQuest. I am not apologizing for that. Sorry, fly crew, fly check crew. Uh, love you. I think you guys will do well in the playoffs. You'll still, you're still a good team, but this game was ours. Um, and then I think the thing we'll talk about a little bit uh, is to touch on is Impact's performance this weekend. I know a lot of people are not happy about it or not satisfied about that. I'm not too worried and I'll talk to you about it later. So we got another um, comment from Dragon Apps. If Inspire doesn't get MVP, it's robbery. Everyone on team is either best in their position or top two at worst. Dragon, Dragon, I agree with you. I don't think there is anything that I would disagree about that comment very much so think inspired should deservedly even though i love danny i love uh, jojo they're you know they're there they're the carry their traditional carry role inspired's been the one that has shown the most um pivotal in in a lot of the occasions in our in our wins in our losses he's still been the most pivotal player there but hey top two across all positions i i can see that i can see that um you know, bring me anyone head to head, and I'll tell you that I probably will lean EG players. Sifs Legend, S I F S Legend, says, I'm kind of worried to be honest. It seems like they're losing steam, in my opinion, but the pure copium angle is to say they're so far ahead in the LCS that they're playing any random comp to see if they can pull it off. Good news is, as Inspired is by far the best player in the LCS and probably the best Western players right now. And a little bit more Inspired praise here. Um, honestly, um, I can see why people are a little scared, maybe a little bit worried about losing steam. We have been on a, an incredible streak for just for, for any organization in the LCS, right? Um in the past five, seven years I've watched the LCS, I don't know outside of maybe that C9 year or um, that a team can look as dominant as Evil Geniuses and they're not trying to 
play an LCS style, like trying to just win the LCS. Maybe it's just me being invested in this team, but I'm hearing a lot of voices in the, in the chats and discords everywhere, and from from you know from the GM, from the coaches. Their aim is world, and they're trying to play to a international level, and they're bringing that kind of competition. Now that sort of elevated LCS a little bit, in my opinion, has made everyone a little bit better. And that is good for the health of the LCS because everyone is trying to step up. Everyone is trying to avoid scrutiny that they are just there to collect paychecks. And for us, we stand out heads and shoulders above others. So I don't know if we exactly experimented a lot or at least if when we did, it's against the uh, teams that are lower in the standings. Against 100 Thieves, it was a... Head-to-head fallout brawl, and we lost uh, fair and square, uh, even with a good meta comp. And then uh, against Immortals, again, there was some limit testing. You can really see how this team, so many fights where they've already won, they could have just pulled back base, do the standard textbook thing, and it would still snowball. It would still get ahead. But instead, you'll see them trying to get that extra kill, trying to jump in a little bit further, trying to push the envelope a little bit. And why do they do that? Not because, you know, um, they they just are playing solo queue and want to look good on the KDA stat. No, no, no. This is the competition that they faced at MSI. This is what they've seen, right? Xiao, Xiao Hu is not going to just be satisfied. They won a team fight, got the objective. No. He will push the envelope. He will chase you down. And it can certainly, as I'm talking about this, uh, create several things in mind. One, you can get push the envelope, get the kill, and really further out your advantage, further snowballing. You can push the envelope, don't get the kill, you do chase them away. It's a neutral at best kind of like outcome. But you're also putting a message to the opponents. Like, we're not afraid. We will push as far as we can. Don't think you are safe. And that can be a very, very uh, fun mind game, right? And, of course, we have those results where we saw against 100 Thieves, against Immortals, where we pushed the envelope. We went a little bit further trying to extend the advantage and lost. And that comes back and bite us in the butt. Because that is a risk. You're taking that risk. You lose that fight. You die. Now you're be you're, you're denied gold. You are denied map pressure. And probably could sit in their head uh, that, you know, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And, and replay that mistake over and over and again. Mind games, guys. Mind games. Um, I think we are mentally much more stronger and wanting to try things and... I give it to them. They 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 locked in playoffs. Ooh, something that I didn't even talk about yet. We locked in playoffs, so now is the time to limit test and not limit testing and experimenting are two completely different thoughts. And we'll see a little bit more of that as we go forward into the last end of the season. All right, uh, fanboy central says getting twenty twenty C nine summer vibes right now. Uh, 100 Thieves and C9 are having glow up right now and with only two weeks left of the summer before playoff it's not great 
I'll give it to you. C9 is uh, rounding out and looking to be a little bit uh, better. Um, they're just BTL. They should be riding high. I still don't think that this team has it all together. Fudge is not that great of a top as he was in the past. And maybe it's Jensen. He's rounding out and Berserker is playing well. And Blabber is the only guy that I say will be uh, if he plays to his peak. Yeah, I can see the C9 being good on four out of the five positions. But I, I give our boys five out of five positions much, much more bigger advantage. Isopod-Gal says, The win versus FlyQuest was more convincing to me. I agree. I feel like some high-tier teams can see bottom-tier teams like EIMT as a free win and end up leaving themselves open to an upset. But, but bar a couple of early deaths versus Fly, the rest of the game was pretty much them running the map. I'm ready to address this. And boy, oh boy, it looks really good for us against the FlyQuest team. Uh, IMT scared me. Okay, this is Wyvern71. IMT scared me. Haven't seen Fly yet. Happy overall. Rather have hard times now than playoffs. All the time. Every single time. We, we just want to know the games that matter. We want to be sharp. Um, one of the things I'll say, this was not a great weekend for Impact statistic-wise. And from what I can tell, it's because team has been really focusing on taking him out, right? If you take out Impact, you're kind of forcing us or trying to force us the game plan is to make us play through bot lane you know when you put the top lane into a severe disadvantage force it to the bot lane and then that typically um is a is a disadvantageous position i mean it's it's just a because you have no other choice that's why you play through bot lane i think that's what i learned from my time with the, the um m2k c9s podcast uh if you haven't got the chance it's go on his youtube uh, nightwing sorry his name's nightwing c9 and has it on the youtube where he addressed a little bit about that but um they tried that they really put impact behind and uh, you know they kept diving him over and over and over again denying him resources getting uh him um denying him experiences and and just make it really hard for him to play league of legends but it didn't matter because danny showed up jojo peon showed up inspired showed up and even vulcan i gotta say i love i'm loving to see how he's playing all these different kind of champs that's not usually what i would consider vulcan champs all right he has the he ran with um let me see he ran with this week uh ban 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 and pick he went ran the uh nautilus and wait no nautilus was a bad i think he ran a blue side blue side Callista renata yeah renata pick and then against FlyQuest, and then he picked the we were on red side this time around. Tom Kench pick to go with Danny. Um, yeah, so not traditional Vulcan picks overall, but love it. Just love it. Um, we are running close, so I will not be doing a breakdown of the picks and bands. I will read you off the scoreboard of how we did in these past um, this past weekend so we had against 
Immortals, that was a really, really long game. We dragged it out much longer than we should. We ended up with 18 kills. They had 15 kills. Um, you know, inspired on the Wukong, really, really uh, played his balls out. Stealing that elder was key for us. Uh, Jojo tried to wreak havoc against the Talia on the Ari. I'm always curious about that because the Talia seems to counter Ari, but yet they pick Ari into Talia. And that's not just Jojo. Everyone else seems to be doing it, seems to think this is a good matchup. I'm just wondering, like, with Ari's dashes, that's that's Talia's, like, biggest um, advantage in her kit to stop dashes. But nonetheless, Danny was on his signature Jinx and just went wild on her. So... Uh, good weekend. Uh, took down four Drakes, two both Heralds, one Baron, two Inhibitors, nine Turrets. I think we had we set ourselves up well to not be pressured too much, in, and that allowed us to kind of make a comeback in the late game. Against FlyQuest, we put up a 13 kill. They only killed us five times. Um, Impact wasn't didn't do too bad, but it was certainly not uh, as impactful uh, pun intended but um you know jojo pion was on the azir the stats doesn't show it but oh my gosh this is azir looks so good i would jokingly saying he was inspired to play azir after getting his ass kicked by uh abadaga's azir uh takui was on the akali which was rendered really useless um against jojo pion danny was on Callista, which is i don't I think I've seen a lot of Callista out of him, but he played it very well. Didn't have to do too much in this game, but um, just dominated the bot lane. Um, and, you know, the Afro move could not do anything. The Afro move Johnson combo could not do anything. And, um, you know, we took three Drakes, one Herald, kind of just bum rushed the base once we aced them around the mid game, around the 26 minute. Um, didn't even need a Baron to finish this game. That's that's how dominant we were. The gold difference we were, <laughs> we were up ten thousand gold at the end of the game. So that gives you a little snapshot snapshot glimpse of how good that game was against FlyQuest. Nobody should call them free wins. Nobody should call them easy wins. They were very well earned. So uh, looking ahead into the next weekend this is the final weekend before the super week so on saturday we will have a date with tsm uh they are playing solo and at top honestly uh, i don't know not sure not sure if if i'm worried at all i i guess i'm less worried than last week's i thought i i really truly thought that immortals had a chance to upset us um played that in dfs too and did not end up well for me, but um, nonetheless, I think I'm more confident. It should be a high-scoring affair for us, uh, bloody one, hopefully, uh, come out with the win. And then we have uh, Team Liquid, our date with Team Liquid. This is their opportunity. They've been really down on the dump, so they have way more, um, way more motivation to try to pull off a win. I do consider this a much closer game, if only if Team Liquid is able to come back into form. Talent-wise, I think they should be close to us, but right now their form is just terrible. So we do not want to underestimate that. We do not want to take one week uh, result and then transpose it to the next week. 
Uh, a couple things to keep in mind as we uh, kind of hoping to close out another 2-0 weekend. LCS will go into 12-14 and then 12-15 uh, for playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. And here are some things to be considered about. 12-14 has nerfed potions, has nerfed a lot of healing as well and brought back some of the damage and so enchanters are punished in this patch um and that may we may see a shift away from you know yumi's a shift away from um lulu uh, maybe seraphine i don't know yet what makes most sense if they shift away from that and go back to a more of a tank meta or something that really puts the emphasis on protection with healing solo, uh, there's even more. Um, I would think they would even more make more of a effort to try to kill the ADC, jump into the back line, uh, quickly finish off the damage dealers. Twelve fifteen is something to think about. This was likely the playoff patch. Uh, from earlygame.com, they mentioned that twelve fifteen is bringing back some assassins. <laughs> like, oh, how does assassin and durability patch work together? That's gonna be very interesting to see. Uh, gotta see also some uh, um, um, tanky champions being uh, tweaked. We are seeing a, a, a buff to Leona, a buff to Ramus. Let's see, a buff to Singe, buff to Thresh. Uh, and it costs some buffs to zed akali cannon shen so bringing back the ninjas Ooh, it's gonna be mm, i'm gonna say it's going to be a very high uh, it might push the tempo of the game a little bit with some uh returning assassins akali is still gonna remain strong in this patch and um it's it's a bit of a adjustment against for these pros but they are pros for a reason right so kudos to them and just look forward to it this may bring more excitement for in my opinion for danny and jojo pion and uh, we'll see about how this plans out for us so guys please hit us up watch proving grounds follow the links on uh, the show notes for any news pertaining to us uh, in the social media realm and root for us on the weekend. Any questions, any comments, feel free to drop it on Reddit. Tag me on Twitter at LiveEvilPod and find this show on, you can find the show on Spotify, you can find this show on RSS.com. Hope to hear from you because fan interaction helps us stay focused, helps us cheer for our boys. Until next time, guys, live evil.